What's up, you guys? I'm Andrea. And I'm Haley. And this is Inhuman, a true crime podcast. you guys that i am in full-on holiday mode like christmas holiday mode yes give me all the christmas i was like should i put my tree up today i was like nah wait (laughs) i know i literally want to do everything i think this weekend i'm gonna take down my halloween look i love halloween for halloween season but the Mm -hmm. second it turns november 1st i am full-on holiday yeah Mm -hmm. um but I just wanted to mention that because I feel like that's going to be very controversial. Um, so we'd love to hear. Let us know if how if you if guys you celebrate like, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And if you wait until after Thanksgiving or before Thanksgiving. Look, Thanksgiving can have its week. Thanksgiving yeah. can have the week of I Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I love to eat. I mean, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Anyway, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give an update on the Delphi case, the murder of Abby and Libby. In Monday's episode, which was recorded on Sunday, we gave an update from what had happened the previous week. But on Monday morning, October 31st, there was a press conference, so some additional information was released. So it is still an ongoing investigation, so they are not releasing a lot of information. But here's what we know. A man named Richard Allen, who is a local to Delphi, was arrested and charged with two counts of felony murder for the murder of Abigail Williams and Liberty German. They said that there was a probable cause. The court ruled there was probable cause for his arrest, but all of the court documents, the arrest affidavit, all of that are sealed currently to protect the integrity of the investigation. Um, Aside from that, we know that he had a, like, preliminary his first hearing and he pled not guilty um his uh, preliminary trial is set for january 2023 and his trial is set for march 2023 that will likely get pushed back several times but it seems like they are kind of like focusing on going to trial and trying him so they're not releasing what led to his arrest they're not releasing any information about him as a suspect or why they you know what evidence they have against him which i know that it's frustrating and a lot of people were really disappointed yeah at the press conference but that's what they have to do this you guys like we have to think about the victims this is real and, life yeah. yeah this is real life we don't need to know we don't have any right to know anything the right. victims families i'm sure know some more they're the only ones that have any type of right to know anything so yeah just keep that in mind Everything will eventually be released, and they said that. They said, you know, when this goes to trial, things will be released. They're going to share the information. It just needs to be protected until then. Um, So they said it's still an ongoing investigation. The tip line and tip email are still open, and they're asking for anybody with any information about Richard Allen or anybody else or anything else in the case to still reach out. But, you know, they just said this is the day. This is abby and libby's day and you know they're they're fighting for justice for for them so it really sounds the most important part for sure yeah it is and it really sounds like to me the vibe i got was that they have a strong case against him 
because I don't think they would have arrested him yeah, since it's to, been yeah. so long. I don't yeah. think they would have arrested him unless they have a strong case. There are reports from locals that his backyard was dug up. Um, hmm. We don't know why? if that's true. Yeah. We don't know why, um, but that could have led to something. Um, it has been confirmed that he does or did work at CVS, a mm-hmm. CVS store, which is like a drug store for those of you who don't know. Um, and okay, I saw a report today that said that Livy's grandma said that he printed like missing posters for too. them. I am trying so hard to confirm that, and I like can't find it on a completely like reputable like you know CNN, New York Times, something like that. Right. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if many people interacted with him because he worked at a local CVS. You know, like it's he was just a member of the community, like they said he would be, and it's it's scary how much some of his pictures look like the sketches. Yeah. Both. Not as much his um, his arrest picture. That doesn't look quite like he. I feel like now he doesn't look quite as much like the sketches. But there are some on his Facebook that people have pulled up that literally yeah. are like you said, both of the sketches. Yeah, I think he does. I mean, bear a significant resemblance to both, like the initial sketch and then the one they did later with the hat. Yeah. I personally don't think he looks as much like the video, but mm. it's so grainy. It's hard to tell, like, the video that Libby took yeah. Yeah. on her phone before, um, you know, what happened yeah. happened. But It is hard it, to tell. It's very like, grainy. Only... His head's down. Yeah. Like, you can't really tell. He has tell. a big jacket on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm really hoping that they have a lot against him. I really think they do, and let's just hope and pray that this is finally justice for abby and libby yeah so that's the update we'll keep you guys updated of course um i'm guessing there's not going to be a lot that comes out until that preliminary trial actually happens but we will keep you guys updated as always and remember unless it comes from a factual source please do not spread misinformation yeah it just it's not a good look and it doesn't help anything at all so no, and it just harms the families. Exactly. And if you want a source of reputable information, follow uh, Libby's sister on Twitter and Instagram. She's mm-hmm. uh, Liberty underscore G's sister, G. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but her name is Kelsey German. So if you look her up, I'm sure you'll find her. Um, and she is always sharing the most up-to-date information and you know it's factual. So. Yep. All right. So the case that I'm going to be covering today has been featured on the show Disappeared and Never Seen Again, and that is kind of why I wanted to share it today because I watched the episode on Never Seen Again, and I knew that I needed to cover it. This case has gotten a lot of media coverage, so it's not necessarily like that's why, but I just hadn't heard of this this woman, Okay. and once again... If I haven't heard of it, chances are a lot of other people haven't heard of it. And it's, um, you know, it's not super close to where I live, but it's in the neighboring uh, state of North Carolina. And I just haven't, have never heard of this case. Yeah. So I'm going to be covering the disappearance of Tiara Williams. Tiara Williams was born on June 18th, 1996 in Greensboro, North Carolina. 
When she was around seven years old, her parents divorced, and Tiara lived with her mother, Danielle, and her younger brother, Cannon. Everyone that knew her knew that Tiara was kind and caring, and she was very close to her family, especially her mom, brother, and grandmother. There isn't too much about her dad, like her biological father, so it seems as though he was estranged from the family after the divorce and that Tiara just didn't have much contact with him. Okay. Tiara attended Dudley High School and was known to be very social. She loved hanging out with her friends in person and online, like most teens around this time and especially today. <laughs> At her high school, they offered an early childhood development program, and Tiara was eager to join because she had a major passion for children. Aww. She also had a passion for special needs people in general, so I think, you know, she wanted to try to maybe do something with special needs children, but she really loved working with children. That's amazing. Yeah. During her senior year of high school, Tiara decided to move in with her grandmother at Stony Brook Apartments, which is a complex off Webster Road in Greensboro. It's reported in some sources that she did this because she didn't like the thought of her grandmother living alone, which I can totally relate to that. Yeah. But in other sources, it's stated that she did this because she wanted a little more freedom as she was entering adulthood. And I guess she thought staying with grandma, you know how grandmas are, yeah, that she would maybe get some of that freedom. Okay. Tiara graduated in 2014. And in December of 2015, after taking a gap year, she decided to enroll herself at Guilford Technical Community College. Okay. She was set to start their early childhood development program in January of 2016. So on January 7th, 2016, Tiara had visited her college around 8 a.m. to get her books for class, you know, complete her financial aid, and obtain her student ID, you know, trying to tie up those last-minute loose ends. We've all been there. We've all you know, waited till maybe the last minute to do things, but (laughs) (laughs) there's no shame in that. Yeah. And she had made plans that evening to visit her mom's house because she wanted to help her take down her Christmas tree. Okay. So when she arrived at her mom's house, the two began talking and taking down the Christmas decor and they decided that they were going to make plans for the following day. They wanted to go shopping, and Tiara wanted to pick up a new laptop for school. Okay. That evening, Tiara's brother, Cannon, and Tiara's boyfriend, Aaron, came to hang out for a little bit, and then they were going to head back with Tiara to her grandmother's house because the three had planned to eat dinner over there. So around 8 p.m., they left Danielle's house. When they finished dinner... They watched TV for a little bit, but then Tiara got up and said she needed to go meet up with her friend, Travis, and that she would be back in about an hour. So this was around 8.30 p.m., and when she left, Aaron and Cannon decided to go back to Aaron's house to play video games. Around 9.30 p.m., Aaron tried to reach out to Tiara, but her phone kept going to voicemail, which was very uncharacteristic for her. Okay. As the minutes passed, Aaron and Cannon decided to head back to Tiara and her grandmother's apartment to wait for her, but Tiara never returned. 
Yeah. The following morning, Aaron had let, had to leave early for an appointment, so he got up and left around 7 a.m., and when he got back, Tiara was still not home. So at this point, Aaron was like, okay, something must be wrong, and he decided that he needed to notify her grandmother and her mom. So her grandmother actually called Danielle, her mom, and asked if she had seen Tiara, but Danielle had not seen or heard from her daughter since she left her home the previous night. Okay. Aaron and Danielle planned to meet up, and around 12.30 p.m., they met up, and Aaron informed her that Tiara had gone out to meet someone by the name of Travis. Danielle did not recognize that name, and... She decided to try and access Tiara's Facebook account. When she searched the name Travis, no one by that name showed up on her friends list. But what Danielle did uncover is that Tiara had recently been messaging with her ex-boyfriend. Oh. I will say, though, jumping ahead a little bit, during the investigation, this ex-boyfriend, who has been left anonymous... Um, He was brought in for questioning, and he actually did see Tiara the night she went missing, but after they performed searches on his vehicle and his home, he was eventually cleared. Okay. Danielle filed a missing persons report on January 8th for her daughter, and after the report was made, Danielle told the media that, quote, Tiara has never, ever, ever been away 24 hours without us knowing where she is or hearing from her she was ready to get back into school and move forward this was a big event in her life that she was looking forward to from that thursday evening on danielle tried to contact her daughter but to no avail on january 9th tiara's family began a search of the stony brook stony brook apartment complex where tiara lived and was last seen No one they spoke to had seen or heard from Tiara. And, you know, it's like the typical, she had no reason to run away. Right. You know, all of the things. There was no reason for her to leave. She had all this stuff planned for her life. She had all of her life ahead of her. She was excited about things, like upcoming things. So there's just no reason for her just to, like, purposely up and vanish. Right. The Greensboro Police Department conducted a massive search for Tiara. They used tracking dogs, flyers were distributed, and they put up 18 billboards in the area. Oh, wow. Which is amazing. I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, they get the parents, the families, they get kind of pushed aside. They don't do a lot of of this. Um, A lot of effort is not made, but in this case, they really pulled out all the works, it seems like. That's great. They searched the wooded areas around the apartment complex, as well as the creeks, culverts, and even sewer drains. Investigators were also able to track Tiara's cell phone using GPS, and police determined that she did, in fact, walk to her friend's residence because he he lived in the same apartment complex. Right. Stayed there for about 30 minutes, and then she left to return home. Okay. But the signal to her phone just stopped. Investigators believe that her battery lost power or someone turned off her phone after that. Mm. 
after conducting interviews during their investigation, Greensboro PD detectives determined that Tiara more than likely disappeared under suspicious circumstances and that foul play may be involved. Major props to them for coming to that conclusion relatively quickly, I feel like. I know. They did. It was. And it is amazing because we just don't hear that a lot in cases. And... Yeah. There was another boyfriend, Trey, who was also a person of interest. It was an ex-boyfriend, obviously. Um, And, you know, he was a person of interest in Tiara's disappearance. He, too, was brought in for questioning, but he had a pretty solid alibi, so he was quickly cleared. But then, shockingly, on February 20th, so just a couple weeks later, he was found shot and killed from an apparent altercation with his roommate. Oh, my God. And according to police, this incident is not related to Tiara's disappearance. I'm always curious how they can just rule stuff like that out, but I guess they, you know know what they're doing yeah yeah but they did rule it you know completely unrelated okay tiara's family set up a tip line for any information about where their missing loved one could be and it was set up and ran by her uncle daryl there were several alleged sightings of tiara in and around the greensboro area but once police explored the tips further they turned up empty-handed Then, in April 2016, they received a tip from a server at a Waffle House in Jessup, Georgia. So, a couple states down. Yeah. This server claimed to have seen Tiara several times in her Waffle House restaurant. She said that Tiara was always seen with a group of girls, but was mostly quiet and kept to herself. Okay. So, her Uncle Daryl decided he was going to travel to Jessup to investigate this claim, but by this point, the group of girls had stopped coming into the Waffle House. The server suggested checking in with a few of the local motels nearby. Maybe the girls were staying there. So, Daryl visited the motels in the surrounding area until he met a manager who said a girl matching Tiara's description had been staying nearby with a suspected pimp. Oh, okay. So they contacted local authorities and they investigated the claim, but they found out that this girl sadly was not Tiara, but Tiara, but she did look incredibly like her so the similarities were you know kind of stark wow okay yeah was this girl in trouble no okay and as far as i could tell i mean a suspected pimp i don't know if this guy was you know investigated for that or not or what happened with that but i hope that you know they did their due diligence with that yeah because that's kind of alarming to have a group of girls with a suspected pimp you know yeah greensboro police say that they are still working on tiara's case but as of now they have no speculation as to where tiara may be oh my gosh the week tiara disappeared two other girls went missing in the greensboro area as well though police believe the disappearance was 
the other disappearances were unrelated. Okay. So, again, they rolled that out pretty quickly. Okay. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children has added Tiara to their website, and they get calls and tips from all over the United States about Tiara. Excuse me. And, of course, they explore those tips. But, sadly, nothing has come from them. Wow. Many theories have arisen about Tiara's case from trafficking to abduction to believing her ex her ex-boyfriend who was the last to see her being involved. And most people believe that she was likely trafficked, but currently police seem to have no new leads or new suspects and if they do they are keeping it pretty tight-lipped. Okay. Tiara's mother, Danielle, started a Facebook page about her daughter's disappearance where she gives any updates and, of course, hopes that one day soon her daughter will return home. That page is called Help Find Tiara Williams, and I, of course, will have it linked in the show notes. Okay. As you can imagine, this has weighed heavily on her mother's heart, and she is beyond frustrated that there has been no closure for herself and for her family, and she will stop at nothing to find her daughter and uses every chance she can to speak her daughter's name so others don't forget she's still missing. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why I was, you know, so drawn to sharing Tiara's case, just because that is what is important, is to keep these people's name in the media, yeah. keep it circulating so people will care and people will pay attention. Yeah. Tiara is a black female with brown hair and brown eyes. At the time she went missing, she was 5'5 and weighed 120 pounds. She was last seen wearing a black North Face jacket, pink shirt, dark blue Levi jeans, a blue knit cap, and white Jordan sneakers with blue and green trim. She has both of her ears pierced and the left side of her nose pierced. And on June 18th of this year, Tiara turned 26 years old. Oh. I know. It's been so many years with no answers. Yeah, and like you said in the beginning of the episode, like, I hadn't heard of her case, but it feels like one that everybody should know about. Yeah, for sure. Tiara Williams' family is offering a $10,000 reward for any information leading to the return of Tiara. And if you have any information any information regarding her disappearance, you're asked to call the Greensboro Police Department at 336-373-2222 or Crime Stoppers at 336-373-1000. And I think with Crime Stoppers, you can be anonymous, can't you? Yes, you can submit an anonymous tip either on their website or through their tip line. Um, And, I mean, you can be anonymous, I mean, anywhere. You can message her mother on Facebook, call the Greensboro Police Department. Obviously, if you don't have any real factual information, please do not harass her family. But, you know, her mother has said, like, if anyone has any any information, that they can reach out to her directly or to please reach out to the Greensboro police, Police Department. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine just somebody going missing like that when you know that they 
didn't do it purposefully and mm-hmm. you just have no answers almost no suspects i mean i know her boyfriend is like cleared but some people still think he's yeah. involved but like it just there like what else there's what else could have happened to her like was yeah. it just a random act was she taken somewhere was she killed somewhere like what happened to her how did she just disappear into thin air i mean part of me wonders because they highlighted the fact that she had like a you know a big online presence like she was very mm-hmm. social online makes me just wonder if she maybe met someone online mm. but like what are the odds that the night she decides to go talk to her ex yeah and then she just so happens to get trafficked or you know whatever the case is like it's just such a huge coincidence like obviously the ex-boyfriend has been cleared her boyfriend at the time he was also cleared because i guess he was looked into for a moment um and i think even at one point her her family was like why didn't you ask more questions about this travis guy like why didn't you go after her why didn't you go with her yeah um but she was a grown woman like you know she was 19 but She's a grown-ass yeah. woman. Like, if she wants to leave her house and go visit a friend, she's allowed yeah. to do that, you know? And yeah. it's not really her boyfriend's responsibility to go with her. Um, yeah. She didn't ask him to go, which obviously is probably because she was going to talk to her ex. But, mm-hmm. um, and I guess there was, like, some some rumors that the ex was trying to, like, get back with her and kept contacting her and you know she was trying to be nice because she did have a you know current boyfriend but right um we don't really know all the dynamics to that because it's just one-sided and like rumors that have been spread you know from people that knew her and talked to her but yeah i don't know part of me does want to take a second look maybe a little side eye at the at the ex-boyfriend but like i said police did clear him so as far yeah, I'd love as... to know what led them to clear him. Yeah, because he was like you with said, her. like we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we don't know like what all that means necessarily. Yeah. So yeah, which kind of like we were just talking with you know Abby and Libby's case, like they can't give out details because the investigations are ongoing and that can be detrimental yeah. to a case for certain certain details to get out to the public. Yeah. But yeah, so it makes sense, but it's just frustrating that there's no- nothing else. But I guess all we can do is share her name and her picture and her and the information about how she went missing and hope that someday somebody will hear it or see it and Absolutely. know something. Absolutely. And it's so sad because, like, her, I was reading um, her mom's, like, one of the posts on her Facebook page, and she was just saying, like, to think about what you must be enduring right now yeah. it oh. just breaks her heart like knowing or you know knowing or thinking that your child is is has been trafficked and like what they must be going through like i cannot imagine that as a parent yeah. or you know just in general like That's so scary and be and not being able to do anything about it just yeah. it's horrifying but it's terrifying we will i will definitely share um you know all the contact information for this case in our show notes on our instagram um of course we will be posting on our facebook as well 
So make sure yeah. you check out, um, you know, her missing flyer. And especially if you live in the Greensboro area, keep, keep your eyes open. I mean, if you see anything, say something because this family yeah. deserves to know where their loved one is just like every family does. And I feel like we're just one tip away from finding her because I do think that she's still alive and I do think that she's still out there. Yeah, I definitely could see that. And, and not, that's why it's important to share to like, obviously if you're in that area, extra important to pay attention, but she could literally be anywhere in the country or the world. Anywhere. So if you just see her picture, just take an extra couple of seconds to look at her, her picture and you know the missing flyer a little more carefully and just keep that in mind because you never know what you might see someday or if you share it to your social media then maybe somebody that follows you will see it and then they'll know something or you know it's just it's kind of a domino effect with that kind of thing so be sure to check that out and and share if you can whenever you see a missing poster yeah Um, but and we post we post all of our cases on our on our instagram and anytime the person is still missing, we share their missing flyer. All you have to do yeah. is share it. I mean, it takes 2.5 yeah. seconds, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So yeah. that would be a great thing for you guys to help us out with is getting these missing persons flyers out there, getting them seen by more people. Um, and that's really the least that we yeah. can do, you know? Yeah. But that is all I have for you guys today. Um, we will be bringing you a new case on monday just trying to think what day it is and what day we're (laughs) going up but i feel like it should be friday but it's only tuesday i know i don't even know listening to this it'll be closer to friday so at least that's good at least that's good yeah but thank you guys as always for listening thank you for your support and until next time keep it human bye